Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is episode five of the new and improved Isla Conversations. I'm Mia here with Kira. What's up? Hi. It doesn't really feel like it's episode five. I feel like we've been pumping them out. I know, but when you just, no, we have, but when you just said episode five, I was like, oh God, is there already five episodes? That's exciting. Idol, idol, idol. No, but here's the thing. We don't really have anything to bring to the table today. We're just here to have a good chat. It's going to be a casual one. Um, Mia currently is on like data right now because of basically you know, I have Wi-Fi. no Wi-Fi. Yeah. So, but we're keeping this short and ahead. sweet. It's a little catch up. I was just gonna say it's a little quick chat. Mia was about telling me a story about a play, and I want to hear the rest. I'm gonna of get this. into it. Okay, so, basically, yeah, get into it. Go back to the beginning though for the listeners. Go back to the beginning. The thing is, this could go. We could talk about this for like three hours after, like once I unfold the story very, very slowly, as I will. Mm-hmm. We could talk about like the outcome, I think, for a very long time. Yeah. So I'm just going to tell it, but we're going to keep it brief because we do not have the time of day, my friends. Um, basically, okay, Waiting for Godot, the play, the one that most people read in high school or mm-hmm. whenever. Um, I've actually like never even read it, but I just know what it's about because everyone talks about it or everyone whatever quote-unquote who cares mm-hmm. um so I was watching this video of this girl talking about five books that changed her and then I was thinking I wasn't thinking I was listening and then she started talking about waiting for Godot and I was like I should probably read that because I've heard about it it seemed interesting mm-hmm. and then the way that this like random YouTube video shifted my shook my world um basically the play goes a little bit like this two friends or two dudes I don't even know what their names are um they're sitting under a tree I think and they're just like we're gonna do something when Godot comes here and they keep on waiting Waiting. for Godot however Godot never comes anyway so by the end of the play they're like okay this guy's not coming um should we go and then they're Mm -hmm. like yeah let's go and then the last line of the play is like in brackets they do not get up because it's a play so it's like you would see them not getting up um and then she described and this is just like I guess a pretty baseline analysis of waiting for you know like this is what I would have learned if I took it in if I learned about it in English in high school yeah um but Godot he never comes and you keep on waiting for Godot who is Godot and then she relates it to like milestones and like markers in your life. For example, like graduation, mm-hmm. marriage, whatever. And she's like, if you keep on waiting to do things, waiting for the right time, like it's not going to come. Like you just have to do it. Yeah. Uh, and that's obviously a complete oversimplification of e- everything, I guess. Like just do it. But I don't know it's it's really resonated with me and I've been sitting with it for a long time not a long time since like the past few days that I watched this video and Mm -hmm. I've decided I am no longer waiting for Godot anyway that's all (laughs) no I don't I am I don't know I think it's funny because I feel like with this like like we said before we started recording like we didn't want to turn this episode into another whole like just do it like woohoo but like it's I don't know like to talk about it quickly and briefly like I 
feel like there's a lot of things, especially with this opportunity of moving to Glasgow for myself. Like I don't like when I get there, like there's things I kind of want to try like exploring. There's things I kind of want to do on top of the dance. And then there's also part of me that's like, why are you waiting till then? Like you could start doing it now or you could like, cause you, you kind of wait for like the perfect moment or the perfect time. And there isn't really ever going to be that like, like the perfect time is going to be like when you, when you kind of make it, like when you just start. And that we always say this, but like starting is 100% like the hardest, like part, like the hardest part thing to do. Yeah. Um, but that's so funny. I wonder like wait, how old's the play? Like I, I would be so interested to know like what the um, writer's like point of view philosophy is, I guess. Is? Yeah, philosophy, like it's behind Samuel- it. Because- Samuel Beckett wrote it, um, Waiting for Godot, let's see. Waiting for I'm just curious because is that how like I mean that's very much the like sorry 1952 oh okay I'm just curious because yeah. I feel like do you, is that just how she perceived it or is that like the actual like um what's I the think, word like do you know what I'm trying to say yeah the, it's, I'm pretty sure that that's the meaning of the play like a lot of his plays from what I've heard are very much like take a look at what you and your life are doing and realize that it's stupid you know what mm-hmm. I mean like Okay, think about it. Like, take us, for example. Okay, we, we live our lives very, uh, for lack of, like, a better term, a little life that we live, like, mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Have you read that book? Yeah. That I book? just finished it, like, two weeks ago, and it's so good. It's Was it? So I'm really tempted to read it, but I'm also a bit nervous to read it. No, don't be nervous. Okay, obviously, for anyone who knows the book A Little Life or has heard anything about it, it's it's like known to be very triggering book because it's a lot of trigger warning, like self-harm and stuff. Yeah. Um, like a lot of it um, that doesn't really like make me nervous. Um, yeah. But the way the book, first off, like the writing is just really nice and beautiful to read. Mm-hmm. And then the way that it connects these four, so it's four main characters. And yes, then yeah, yeah. It's, it follows them over their whole lives and then it just slowly unravels the main the main character whose name is Jude I don't want to get too into it without spoiling it but it's just yeah it unravels like his life and why he is the way that he is and then how the friendships around him his four best friends or his three best friends and then one of them will um his like the real best friend mm-hmm. and just the power of friendship basically and how it essentially pulls someone who's experienced like probably the worst thing you could ever think of um and makes them like feel loved and everything yeah. just, no I want to I'm expensive. really tempted tempted to read it I think I'm gonna get it when I'm in Glasgow because I can't pack like I'm trying to not buy any more books now because it's like they're just gonna take up so much room in a suitcase but I have like a list of books that like I want to read so I think I'm gonna start like reading them when I get over there but that is yeah. on the list anyways I don't know how we got there what were we talking about Wait. oh our little lives our little lives yeah when you take a look at like what you are and just like what you do every day so I wake up kind of relating to what we talked about was it third episode or fourth episode how like we have our little routines and we are very rigid and don't want to break them or like every day you do this and this and this without even questioning the things that you do um Mm -hmm. without even being like oh why am I going to do this oh why is this the way that it is um again very vague I can't even think of an example off the top of my head but you get what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and take a look and just examine your life and realize that like it's quite silly do you know what I mean yeah well it's quite silly how small we all are and how 
little life kind of is as weird like but then but also like no you go ahead you have a point I see (laughs) if you think about how silly your sweet little life is and that's not a bad thing like it's just it just is what it is that's I think it's a good thing because it's like okay well you really do have the power to just make your own decisions for yourself and and go do what you want again like a gross oversimplification and again it does sound like oh yeah just do what you want but I'm saying in the sense that it's like stop I want to stop this is like why I'm very happy that I watched this video and like that I've unearthed what waiting for Godot like means because I have never read it obviously mm-hmm. um and now I should read it now I sound stupid whatever um it's just like make your own choices for yourself that you want to do and like to better yourself obviously don't fucking act irrationally and go murder everybody you see on the street because that's not what it like yeah obviously we're being sensible here we're like decent human beings still in this little life but it's like in the grand scheme of things it's like it takes less pressure off you and i think we were saying this like last episode about the whole being cool thing it's like when you just look at your life a little bit less with this intense kind of like stress it's like it just takes pressure off it being like okay this is just like one person out of however many people there are on this planet this is my little life like you're in your own little like I sometimes we've talked about this on a previous episode but it's like pretending you're almost in like a movie a little bit and you're writing your own story and like you're the director and this is a bit like but like you're the director of your own little your own little movie and you can you have the choice of how you kind of want it to play out and I think it kind of attaches on to the idea. Like one thing that I try to focus on is like living very much for the present moment and not the past or the future. Cause I get so wrapped up on always thinking about the future. We've definitely talked about this before, like on our old podcast, but it's like, I get so wrapped up on only thinking about the future. Like how is this going to benefit me in the future? Which is like a great mindset to have, but I will then get lost in like this present, like being grateful for what I have now what can I do now in this moment that's going to make me happy? Not what's going to make Kira happy like five years down the line. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because if you think about it, what you're doing now, if that is making you happy, if you look back on it, you're going to look back on it knowing that you were Mm -hmm. having a good time. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Five five years from now, you're probably going to be in a good spot if you just do things that you want to do now. Obviously within reason, but that's Uh the thing is I'm, I'm trying to, step back from like the um rigidity I've created in my life not just in the sense of routines but in the sense of like okay I have to do this I have to finish school by this year I have to do this by this year my plan is to move out by this year and it's just like I think if you really have things that you want to do and you have goals that you set for yourself for example I don't know like get a job and make Mm -hmm. x amount of money I don't know why that came out but like set yourself goals and then just like the rest will fall into place like you have these side things I guess like where you want maybe like where you want to exist so like where do I want to live and then just like you'll get there you just like start taking the steps towards it because if you just sit waiting for the right moment for you to oh okay now it's the time that I'm gonna make the decision to move Mm -hmm. for example it's not gonna come like now I'm thinking about I'm like okay well I want to when I'm done university I want to take two years off and work and travel on the side but it's like okay well why don't I just start trying to make money and working now yeah well it's funny because it's 
as a kid, we have these expectations of how we think our life is going to play out and kind of how we want it to play out. And we, um, and then on top of that, you also have like society's kind of expectations of the route you should go down. And naturally yeah. it's like when you finish university, once you have a degree, oh, then you can go explore. And I think it's definitely like changing now. Um, but it's so funny you brought up that thing of like getting a job and like buying a house and wedding and all and, like marriage, all that sort of thing. Cause I was actually just listening to, I was watching a YouTube video and she just like spontaneously basically moved to, I think it's Bali. I want to say Bali or Croatia. Oh God, I don't remember, but she moved somewhere. She's originally from England and she's moved there for two months and she was supposed to start school in September, but she basically was like, that's just not, that just doesn't feel right. And I've always wanted to go live abroad somewhere like more like tropical and stuff. And so she's like, I'm just going to do it. And obviously like she's in a place where she has the money to do that as well, yeah. um, which I don't I mean I don't want to get too much into that but she has that opportunity and she you know could just do that but it's going against what like the standard kind of is root root is that like become make someone successful do you know what I mean like there's almost this like slight fear of like oh if I don't go to school and instead like go traveling it's like in western cultures like well now you're not earning money anymore so now you're not like progressing in life so to speak like I feel like there's kind of that lens on it where it's like well no I'm gaining I don't know like I'm gaining so much more as a person like who cares about like I'm not moving up in society if you take two years off to travel it's like well what like and that's a very like I feel like but do you know what I mean like that kind of westerny kind of point of view and um I say that only because when I went to Amsterdam I again I was a tourist in Amsterdam so maybe it's completely different when you're living there but it felt so much like people were just slower not in a rush and just happy with their own version of like success almost like there was no need to like and again I'm coming saying this from a very like touristy perspective um like it doesn't feel like they're waiting around for the perfect moment to be honest like the present was their perfect moment and they were just going to do what they could do it's just so interesting like how people choose to spend like their time now and especially around our age like I don't know. It's so interesting. Like everyone's going to do it so differently. Well, I don't want to wait till I'm done school. Cause I don't think I'll ever be done. Like I want to obviously keep learning. I don't think, I don't see myself being done school for a very long time. Uh, I don't want to wait till I'm done school to like have fun. Cause I'll be 50 probably like my hot year yeah. now. And I hate that, but like my years where I want to, well, I want to do it for the rest of my life. Actually. I don't know what I'm talking about, but like, I, I don't want to sit and just like I'm sitting in my room and I'm like, ugh, I'm waiting to go back home. I'm sitting in my room here. Yeah. Like, oh, and it's like, no, well, what can you do now to actually change your situation and like feel some sort of adventure, feel some sort of like what can you do to make a dough actually come? You know? <laughs> no, I well, that's such when you said like just sitting in your room, it's so fresh, like, oh, it's so like frustrating because it's like you catch yourself in those moments of being like just being like like you get this urge of like inspiration to want to go do something and I've used this word before in the past but it's kind of like just like a blip and I just like I don't know how to like prolong it yeah do you know what I mean like because it's like I'm, I will be so passionate about something like I'm like this when I try to write like I try to write my own little mini like screenplays and things and I'll get like 30 pages into one 
And I'm like, this is the one. I'm loving it. Like, and then I don't know, like I'll stop for two days and then all of a sudden I look back at it and I'm just like, no. Kind of like what you're saying about like your work. But I'm like, no, this isn't it. Or no, I have no motivation to go back and sit and write. And it's like, and it's not because I don't love it or not because I'm not passionate about it anymore. But that blip, it's just so weird. How does it come and go? I just don't get it. Like what's well, it's, in our, oh, yeah, I don't know. How do you prolong the feeling of, oh, I like what I'm doing. Oh, I feel good about what I'm doing. Oh, I'm, I feel ready to like keep continuing this yeah. next thing, whatever it is, project or like next step in my life. I don't know. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I had the answer to that, I would probably be living but, okay. right now, you know? But question then, so the people that are like successful, like obviously this is a question that like we can't answer right now, but just putting it out there, like the people that are like really successful in like art or in like movie or I'm just like sticking to that field, um, do they like, like how did they do it? I know that's such a stupid question, but I'm just so curious. Like how does someone write a novel? Like, cause like, I'm not, like, I'm not saying like, uh, like, because obviously they're extremely passionate about it but like I'm extremely passionate but it's it's hard like am I not passionate enough like what's the what's the deal like what is it I think about that a lot um because I'm always like okay well I think I I I have a lot of like creative output but I don't do anything Mm -hmm. it's like I make things but they don't really see the light of day and I think this is the case Mm -hmm. where we're like amateur artists or like into art into creativity any sort of thing we're like into writing into making screenplays you get the point and mm-hmm. I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I I don't know. I guess it, it is honestly luck, huge factor into like, ooh, success. And success, I guess our metric for success in this story that we're talking about is like notoriety and fame and like mm-hmm. having your mm-hmm. work known. Or rec- yeah, recognition. Yeah, yeah. recognition. Um, and it, it probably is just like the perfect storm of luck in like right place consistency obviously but then it's you, yeah consistency not to but then it's also time but then it's also like but Godot like did they wait or did they just like go for it like no I'll tell you that <laughs> they they made their own Godot that's what I'm saying make your own Godot you are Godot you're there do it wow the biggest <laughs> dumbest sentence ever spoken no no wait but a question i wanted like your dumbest sentence ever just sparked a thought in my mind so are you saying that we are godot <laughs> or is godot an external thing that you then i think you know what i mean sorry I this is so I stupid know. but like who is godot like are we let me tell you i don't know I think, okay tell me i think i'm, I'm still my whole point was that this like because when you read things, when like whatever, obviously there's like the or- original intent of the author. So like Samuel Beckett, I don't know what it is. I think that's what it, like I, from what I've gathered, he's pretty much like, life is absurd because it is also, we can mm-hmm. get into that too. Um, and he's like, life is absurd. Look at yourself, go do things that you actually want to do, blah, 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 because it's silly if you keep waiting for these things to happen to make you take the next step. Um, and so that's kind of what I've gathered and what I'm taking away from it. And I think that's like the general consensus. Again, take what, from it what you will, but like, I'm going to, you can change the meaning of Godot, I guess. I think Godot could potentially be waiting for that next quote unquote big thing, which what is it? Mm-hmm. What is that next milestone that's going to make you actually take the step? So, oh, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to travel to, um, I'm going to travel to Serbia when I graduate and I'm going to do three months and it's going to be the greatest thing of my life. 
um, why are you waiting for that? Okay, actually, that no, yeah. I, I lie because you probably won't have time because you're gonna be in school and then you won't have. <laughs> no, but I know what you're saying. Listen, I get, I totally get what you're new saying. New example: I am going to start writing a book about about apples. No, I'm not using that example. No, <laughs> about no. Let me think. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write a really good book, and it's gonna be about. It's gonna be about. What's it gonna be about, Mia? <laughs> I don't know. What's it gonna be about? It's gonna be about Goodell, but I'm waiting, and he's not there, so I can't even write it. Um, I'm gonna start writing a book about my life. Okay. My life from ages ten to twenty, um, mm-hmm. because that's all I've lived so far. I didn't exist zero to 10, actually. Um, <laughs> I'm writing my book. Okay, so this year I'm, no, I'm waiting for the right moment to start writing my book. Okay, why don't you just start writing it now? Godot yeah. is the right moment and the right moment will never come. But also if you think about it, it's like you can make yourself be Godot and you can make yourself the right moment. Does that make well, sense? I want to, no, that makes sense. And that's what I like have another little like question or thought to put out there is like, when saying that are you someone this is getting kind of like what's the word like i'm not like theory no theories like i'm very um philosophical yeah 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 um do you believe that like the whole kind of idea of like what you're about to go and achieve like has kind of like already happened and you're just catching up to it like in the sense of it's like have you ever heard that i yeah i know someone that's like that's their whole like philosophy is this idea of like it's already happened you're just now like and when we were um it was a couple years ago when she like introduced this idea to me and like I kind of like could somewhat agree with it and somewhat don't like I'm kind of 50 50 on it but I I very much enjoyed listening to her talk about it and I'm not gonna do a very good job explaining it but I'll try my best and it's yeah kind of this idea of like what you want to achieve the universe or so to speak whatever that is 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 kind of it's already happened and you're just like chasing up to it and it because why she likes it is because she's like it calms me down knowing that like I am where I'm meant to be and like if I'm meant to write a novel you will write a novel it's already happened you're just on a journey on a path like following this path on your way to like writing that novel if that makes sense but then I'm like but then you could just sit around and you're never going to achieve anything right that's what I was going to say like you could just be like yeah the universe knows that I'm going to like be a pop star but if you can't sing or if you like aren't practicing singing you're not gonna be a pop star girl do you know what I mean so it's like that 50 50 of like trusting that where you're meant to be and what's meant to happen it will happen but it's not easy like you have to put in the effort like I don't know it's an interesting way of thinking because I could see how it could bring someone comfort in the sense of like what's meant to be will be and um Oh, I can't remember the quote, but I have one good. I actually really like this quote. Her name's Olivia. Shout out to Olivia. But I'm going to mess up her quote. It's something like you'll like you'll never miss out on what was meant to be. And I think that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, because I don't think you'll miss out on what's meant to be. But that being said, you do also have to put in the work. Like, it's not like you can just like sit around and like expect to be a pop star if you're if you're not practicing singing. Like it's 50 50, isn't it? the philosophy no the issue that I have with that like philosophy and kind of Mm -hmm. system of like self belief or whatever you want to call it is that yeah you're probably gonna like yeah I can tell myself that and that's nice because I I probably do tell myself I'm like it's fine like it's meant to be I'm just it's gonna happen whatever 
Mm-hmm. But I think that that's something that you should tell yourself once you put in a lot of effort and like, maybe it's not going for you, but you still keep going. Like say I'm writing my book about my life, 10 to 20. That's what it's titled to. Zerkovitz, <laughs> 10 to 20. Um, and I, I publish it and like no one, it it's not picking up, but I'm, I keep on promoting it and whatever. I'm mm-hmm. not like, ew, business, but like, let me think of it. No, but you're like, but you're proud of it. Yeah, I'm proud of it. I put in all the effort. Like, it's just no one's reading it. No one's reading it except for, like, my my mom read it. And she was like, well, that's stupid. I was there for all this. Um, <laughs> so she didn't even like it. <laughs> um, but I'm like, okay, well, I trust that I've put in so much effort. It's going to it's gonna happen. And then five years later, boom, bestseller. I don't know if that's how it works. But, like, if it is, cool. But you can tell yourself, yeah, I'm on the path. And it's, I've already, like, my life has already been kind of written out for me. But then it's, like, I think that that creates a sort of sedentary or, um, yeah, like, a, a very laid back in the sense of, like, you're not going to... It stops the push, I think. Yeah, you're not going to force yourself to do anything maybe, like, outside of your comfort zone, which is where a lot of good things happen, which is, like, so cliche. But we love a good cliche here. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I think it's, like... I don't know I totally agree like I think because I totally agree with what you're saying and I also see a side to the like philosophy like to my like friends quote the whole like you'll never miss out what's meant to be like I guess why I find comfort in that but I I like what you just said about it kind of depends on like what it is as well because for example with my foot right now like I'm be honest I feel so far from being able to dance right now But I'm also not going to give, like, I'm still waking up every day doing my Pilates, like, trying to keep my body in shape because there is still part of me that's like, well, I want to be dancing in September. So even though I'm, like, half of me is, like, like, and so, sorry, where I'm going with that example is it, I'm telling myself or I'm trying so hard to tell myself, like, this is what you were supposed to be doing in this time. Yeah. Because this isn't what I'd want to be doing. Like, right now I should be, like, staying in shape, dancing at my dance school, getting ready. September but instead it's like I'm on crutches hobbling around my house yeah what's what's the universe trying to tell me here you know what I mean and then it's I find comfort in them being like you know what like you are where you're meant to be and this is gonna take you somewhere open up new doors open up new paths but then you can't say that about everything because I don't know because I guess I'm still putting in the effort aren't I to try and stay on the same route it's just you can't even relate it because you have an injury like obviously you're not going to be going to run a marathon tomorrow with (laughs) your foot like that's just not realistic like that is whatever yeah in the universe or not like I personally do not um like I don't know I just like things happen okay sure but I like to think that I'm the I run the show here like I pick what I do you know what I mean yeah yeah I don't know it's like if you just sit and you're like oh well, it's all written out like yeah. wait can I ask a question yeah what I was gonna say though really quick is like it's, it just uh-huh. makes you okay with the where you are I think which can be good in some situations like to comfort yourself if you're having a shitty time that's fine like of course but if it, you know what I mean anyway that's all hit it no I know what you mean and I I like what you said about like the whole like I run like my show or like you run your show because then does that it puts slightly more pressure good or bad pressure we can get into it but it puts pressure because if something goes wrong then it very much feels like it was you yeah do you not find that like because if so if if you're compared to people here if you have 
let's see you you for example mia mia you know like runs her own show she doesn't necessarily believe in like the whole like flo- that whole philosophy we just talked about a couple minutes ago then you have maya okay and maya fully believes that she's yes like in control of her life but there's a universe there's some sort of energy that's already taking her down a certain route so if something goes bad in maya's life she can almost blame that that energy and it be like oh but it wasn't me because this is where i'm meant to be this is what's meant to happen like it was them or whatever when we've got mia sorry i don't know why i use your name but we've got mia who's like if something goes wrong it's like holy shit that was all me like i've done that that was my fault like do you know what i mean like it's yeah but i think that that's fine i would rather take blame and feel shit for like something that i've created in my life if it's not good Mm -hmm. because then i know i'm gonna change it like i'm i think that what i think would happen if i truly was like everything is already set out for me i would end up just Mm -hmm. wallowing in self-pity and hating myself because Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm here. There's nothing I can do to change it. Like, I, I think that obviously that's not, it's not like people who think that way never do it. lazy or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. not what I'm saying. But I'm just like, for me, myself personally, I don't think that, I think that I like to have, take agency in what I do and I want to even more so than I already do. So that's why I just mm-hmm. don't personally agree with it. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, I, I want to say like 80 20 because like 80 percent of me is very much like you in the sense of it's like this is my life like I have to like if I want something like I have to go after it and I have to do it and I have to achieve it but then there's also 20 percent of me that like finds comfort in knowing that like what is meant to be is maybe, maybe everyone's kind of 80 20 so maybe I'm kind of just speaking to the mass but like kind of like there is still a part of me though that finds comfort in being like I don't really want to say the universe because I'm not that like full like but like there is something other that has kind of already got a little bit of an idea of what I meant to do but I can I can change it like I don't want to feel held back by that if that makes sense yeah that's the thing I feel you can be held back by that because my parents like no one in my family I don't say no one but people in my family are not artistic so to speak like in a dance musical way um Mm -hmm. they're athletes yet I've gone down this like dance route. I'm very much curious. I don't know if we've had this conversation before, but it's like, I don't think so. Cause good. Well, cause, good. okay. Cause I'm curious about this. Like, would you still be the same person if your parents were different? Like, obviously I know you would be a slightly different person, but I guess I'm talking more less like in the grand scheme of things and more like smaller about like the things you're interested in things, because it's not like my mom was not a dancer dad's not a dancer my mom and dad were both rowers complete athletes my brother rose my aunt rose my uncle like everyone in my family rose yeah I was born and decided you know I'm gonna put point shoes on and be a little ballet dancer like where like obviously that's maybe what I saw growing up but I definitely wasn't surrounded by it like besides my mom putting me in ballet classes when I was little like where has that come from and if I if my parents were like my neighbors let's say weird thought don't really like that idea but let's say they were would I still be dancing or would I be a different, I would care, have a different interest? What I think is that um, the, the way like someone parents a child will kind of like affect them, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, later on in my, like growing up, so like later on in high school, I think my parents gave me like a lot of space to do what I want mm-hmm. in the sense like, 
figuring out what I liked, but also I've always felt like pressure to be like an athlete and no, 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 which I think is stupid. Like never, if I ever have kids, God forbid, um, I will never force them to do anything like athletic or anything that they don't want to do. Obviously like I'm, mm-hmm. maybe I'll like present things to them because you need to know that things exist. If you, maybe you're interested, mm-hmm. I'll present activity. I'll present painting. I'll present sculpture. I'll present, oh, maybe you want to be a runner. Oh, yeah. maybe you want to, maybe you want to row boats. Maybe you want to do anything. Maybe you want to write a book. I don't know. Um, like those things should be presented to you. But I think that people should have, especially when you're growing up, like you should have space to explore what you are called to because like innately I think humans have a desire to create and be hands-on in a certain way and like creating things right mm-hmm. um and I think if you're forced if you're just kind of like boxed into what your parents do what your parents want you to do you're kind of fucked because it, it it's fine like you can come out of that like I think when I was younger I was really much very much and I, I talked to my parents about this they're like yeah we like definitely forced you to do things and I was like yeah well I hated that like I remember for- being forced to, like run a cross-country race when I was in grade four and I oh, God, I remember those cross-country races yeah I remember yeah and I was bawling 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 and I was like I don't want to do this this is stupid I hate this this is dumb this is dumb this is dumb and my like literally crying screaming crying and my dad like forced me onto the start line like what sorry what a dick like <laughs> I didn't want to do that I was like dude you're bought for that and he's like yeah I know that was really shitty like a four a fourth grader like you're gonna do that to a fourth grader stop forcing people to do things that they don't want to do give people space to explore options that they want to explore that they find interesting present present things and let your child or let whoever's around you just like see for themselves and if they don't like it they don't like it where was I going at that point I don't know but I think that your parents what was I, gonna say? I think that your parents probably gave you space mm. right Mm-hmm. I don't know. Correct me. No, I know. I totally agree. I think my parents 100% gave me space and they also did a really good job at like not because I'm sure as a kid, I mean, I can't really remember, but I could picture myself as a kid being like, oh, I want to be a dancer. I want to be a dancer. Maybe. Although to be fair, I didn't start saying that until I was older, but, but I think my parents feel like that's great. But what about this? Because I think what could happen is you, you, the other version could happen where the kid is saying, I just want to do this. I just want to do this. And the parent listening to the kid, but then yeah. the kid could get to 14. And what happens a lot in, I think, like gymnastics and dance and quite intense sports is then they get burnt out. And so what my parents yeah. did a really good job of is like still introducing new things. Like I danced and played yeah. hockey, like field hockey up until the very point where I had to pick one. Um, I loved swimming like they kept me involved in other things which I'm really grateful for because it meant that like I I didn't feel trapped to one thing and we've talked about this again I'm not sure if it, if this is like on an old episode or not but that idea of like it then comes becomes a part of your personality and maybe this is something we talk about a whole nother episode but it's like you can get trapped into then being like oh I am the athlete or oh I am the artist oh I'm the whatever okay we're back we lost Mia for a second um but I can't really remember what I was saying but I think I was just talking about how like I'm grateful that I didn't get pushed into kind of one thing like I was able to explore other things yeah oh I agree I think that obviously let people do it like let your children I guess we're using kids as as the example let them do what they want give them space to do what they want like explore but also like yeah give guidance of course um I had a point to make, but I am now very frazzled and I think I forgot. But basically, 
I think that I developed talking about getting pigeonholed into being one thing mm-hmm. I think that was like my high school because I felt so much pressure to like be good at sports mm-hmm. um and it's it is like to a degree who I am like I, I will always love being working at, out and being athletic and yeah being athletic yeah not like working out but like being athletic and like every day that's what I do and like I need to do it for my own sanity but I I I'm not like an organized sport girl at all. Um, and it, I realized like how much, and this is like a whole, we've, I think if anybody listens to like episode three of the first podcast that we had, that we talked about like sports and pressure and sports yeah. and stuff. And it's just like, I realized how much of my life it's like taken away from. And like, yes, so many amazing opportunities. I've been so lucky to do so many amazing things with it. But like I, I'm done with that, and mm-hmm. I, I, I just want. I wish I had like more time when I was younger to spend on other things because I think I've really, really developed in the past few years like my own like who I am. Like I know who I am very much to my core. I think, but I still wish I had more time to do that because I think I would have been like way more. I don't know. I, I just think that like my actual interest in the actual things that I want to do, I've only really come to find out within the past two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish I had way more time to do that. And I'm still like, I feel still tied to like the sport thing. And we'll talk about that's like off camera, I guess. But like, yeah. I want to do me, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I am. Um, I mean, I don't want I hate to be this like annoying person. It's like, but I think that was kind of meant to happen in the sense of like yeah. if you were younger and had the time to find your find yourself, I don't know, learn about yourself. Like this sounds so kind of bleh. But, like, you might have found, like, a different version of yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's true. Like, I think you've got to be mature enough that the version you've now become of yourself is, like, possibly better than if you were younger. I don't know if it's better or worse. But, like, when you're younger, trying to be like, oh, who am I going to be? And if you had the time to figure out who you're going to be, it could have been a complete different version of who you are now. And who you are now is, like... yeah a good like it's a pretty decent version <laughs> this is the longest break I've had away from dance I stopped dancing in June like the beginning of June and I won't start till the end of September so this is like in my whole life this is the longest time I've gone without dancing and it's so interesting because it's opened up this little like moment in time where it's like no I don't want to be like who am I without dance because I'm doing Pilates every day for my day. like I'm still very much thinking of my dance world but it's like kind of this like like who am I in the sense of like what what else is there to me what other interests do I have now that I have this time what do I want to do with it um and then how can you bring that into like so I'm talking very much about me and my dance right now but like how can I then bring that bring that into my dance like how can life reflect into even to your art in general if you make it like take it away from dance and even like your own art like how can the two help each other I so I'm gonna go in a little rant right here but part of like our end of year our end of year like assignment or project um was you had to choreograph a dance and um I showed you I don't know if I ever showed you the finished products but like my two little um I did a little duet with these two gorgeous dancers and the song was actually from a movie that Mia recommended is it an Australian movie? Is it ba- Baby? Yeah, Baby I, It's it's, su- it's such a good film. Like I highly recommend going and watching it. I think it's on Netflix. Um, 
anyways there's a song from that movie long story short that i used and the concept of my piece was we are human before dancer because i think so often we get wrapped up in what we do and we forget that we're in this little to bring it to the very beginning we're in this little life and we're human but so often like especially dancers it's like i'm a dancer i'm a dancer i do this because i dance i eat like i hate when people like i eat sleep dance i'm like there's so much more to you than that and same with like i feel like but it's like how are you able to grow in your art form if you're just trapped and doing the same thing and i think even with like hockey if you don't mind me bringing it up like if you get so trapped and be like i'm a field hockey player then it's like but you're also me you're also a human like there's also other things to you than that it doesn't have to just like you don't have to stay attached to it I don't know where I was going with this whole rant but it's like the piece when I made it was this idea of exploring like remembering that there's so much more to you than what you're passionate about and how can you let the human and in my case the dancer voices like help each other out Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's just like a very nice thing to think about in life and whatever it is you're passionate about like maybe you're extremely academic there's more to you than studying every single night I don't know do you know what I mean like yeah I don't know I don't know that's my little spiel for the day no I that was very well said I was just like really into that so now I'm like wait what do I want to say but I I think that um when you become what you do that is not good that is not good because Mm. you are like you said you are a person you have to be well-rounded in the sense that like you have you have to explore other things in your life aside from this one thing so like for you it's dance and I I see this a lot Mm -hmm. in like the people I know just because like Mm -hmm. I've grown up do like being friends and knowing people who are also like in similar situations where they're they're like dedicated to some sort of sport or some sort Mm -hmm. of thing like that and I, I realized this um again, the past two years, like, once I I just kind of, like, stepped out of high school, is that, Mm -hmm. um, and this is not, like, a revelation, I'm just silly for realizing it late, I guess, Um, but it's, it's something that you do, I realized this personally for myself, I was doing all these things because I cared what I, what I looked like to other people, like, I I Mm -hmm. cared that I was the fastest, I cared that I was the best this, I cared, and it's like, that's so stupid, because did I enjoy doing any of it, like, yeah, to a degree, I made friends, it was, like, good, you know, mental health-wise, mm-hmm. in the sense that, like, I got exercise, but also mental health-wise, it was probably awful, and it was, and I know that, because I was so stressed, and always trying to be so good, um, mm-hmm. and it's like, you will never be happy if you live your life in the pursuit of other people's validation, because it doesn't, fucking matter like when you are able to get that fulfillment from yourself then you've done something right um and it's so awful and just like sad seeing people literally die for for sort of thing that's like outside of them and it's like yeah it it can be like a beautiful pursuit of it's like endless creativity and this endless goal and that's like so wow like you could make a documentary about like people climbing everest no 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 but at the end of the day, if you if you keep on doing these things, say playing a sport, because you think, oh, it makes me look good to other people. Oh, I want to validate my coaches. I want to validate the people around me so that they know that I'm a good athlete mm-hmm. for the X, Y, Z. You are you're not ever gonna be like satisfied, and, and well, you're not gonna and you're not gonna last very long either because it's gonna get no. tiring very quickly. It's also, it's like, yeah, you can be satisfied in the, in the sense that like, you'll be satisfied once you reach that next goal that was like, oh, maybe I'll win this race or whatever. 
but mm-hmm. my also my like sport analogies are all over the place today I'm running I'm playing feel lucky I'm a ballerina <laughs> whatever um, but yeah yeah you'll be satisfied you'll get that satisfaction but then the second it's done you want the next thing which is again like I get both sides obviously because I've lived I, I've lived that if you don't mind me at like I want to ask a quick question and maybe this is something we need to save for another episode because we might dive into a hole mm-hmm. with this but then do you think that six, majority of successful people are sad <gasps> because here's the thing it's like sick sorry and maybe we need to save this for another episode I do not know but successful people because I am not yet one well I'm successful in my own way but in this when I think of success I'm talking about these people at the very top are have they had to ignore what we're saying in the sense of like let yourself explore other things don't get so like like did were they I don't know what the word is I just keep going or like are were they so involved and that's what's made them successful but then that's not but then are they happy because they've missed out maybe on other things do you know what I mean I don't know like I don't know this is what I was just thinking about when you were saying this you can think about it as like a sort of a tree so it's like this tree so you have like one line one stump and that's what you're doing so Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. you pick and then the more you kind of branch out literally branch out and like those those branches those webs keep expanding it's you can keep learning, you can keep seeing like, other things in the world, keep doing whatever. Or you can kind of keep like on a linear path and and like limit your growth in that sense. But that can also be good because you can get taller. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the thing of rather be a jack of all trades or really good at one or two things. And or it's that thing is like jack of all trades, master of none. Or do you want to be really, really good at one thing? And it's like, I think it comes down to being able to balance and understand yourself. Take Take a step back and say, ask yourself, am I actually happy in what I'm doing? Am I doing this for myself? Because if you're mm-hmm. doing things for yourself and they make you truly joyful, then I think you're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it just gets tricky and an issue when you're yeah. you're doing this one thing and you've reached success, but it's not for yourself. So I don't know. Well, that's when I think you become sad is if you realize you've gotten to the top and you're like, oh, wait, why? How, what, what was, was the point? The, what was my intention? Yeah, what was the point? Um, and I think it's also, you can really easily also get into the habit of just doing the same thing over and over again, because this is just what I do. And we've talked about that before about like field hockey and even dance. Like when I was younger, like I'd have to, my parents would be like, oh, so do you want to dance again? I'd be like, yeah. Like, cause I laugh about it. I'm like, I don't know how I got to this point of like wanting to be a dancer. Like, obviously, sorry, I, I do know, but like in a way it's like, I just kept doing dance every single year. And as you get older, you have to start questioning yourself being like, okay, do I want to do this again? Because otherwise you're just going to keep saying yes and yes and it's like oh like you need to keep it keep it fresh you do need to keep your passions fresh and yeah I think that's important to keep your passions fresh and maybe that's a little secret to how you can keep that inspiration going is just keeping it new and keeping it refreshing I'm saying that I don't actually know but just like now that I'm thinking I'm just like maybe that's what like even with this podcast like we're starting again it's fresh and we feel so inspired now yeah it's so much better don't let things get stale I guess don't get stuck in a routine routine is great of course but don't get stuck kind of um every year it's like okay yeah you just say yes and that goes back to 
like just not questioning anything that you do and it's like mm-hmm. no but you should be questioning why you're you continue to go down these paths that you go down because they can be good for you but they can also be bad for you and it's like I'm very much having this realization with my life which like you know we've talked about it but it's just like do I want to keep doing these things that I'm doing and I I think like more and more no mm-hmm. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and that's fine it's just you have to you have to check in with yourself um keep yourself in check I don't know no and I, I think know. if you don't to bring it up to like to bring it full circle I think if you keep asking questions then it helps you not keep waiting for Godot because here's like if you like if you aren't asking questions you are just not staying curious in your own life and you're just hanging around not doing well I don't want to say lazy but you're not really doing much but if you're asking questions staying curious in your own life then you're gonna almost kind of forget about Godot for a second because you're just like you're going and you and you and you don't want to wait for anything because you're you're just you're yeah I don't know I think it it's it's so easy to say all these things that we just said and be like I'm going to make a difference in my life every single day I'm gonna yeah like I'm I'm never gonna sit still for a second like of course not that's not obviously what we're trying to get at I think I don't even know we definitely did not think that this was gonna go the way that it went down but like I'm but it's a thing of like you it's um it's just giving yourself a chance like don't put pressure on yourself to never sit still but it's just having that little thought of I'm just gonna give myself I just want to try I just want to give myself a chance like I will have days when I sit on the couch and do absolutely nothing for myself. That is completely okay. That's what you need. You need those days. You need those off days to be able to have days where you can excel. But I think on those off days, it's just recognizing this is an off day and not beating yourself up for it, but just recognizing, okay, today I'm not doing much, but that's okay. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's finding a line because you can really easily be mad at yourself for having a day where you haven't asked yourself questions, haven't pushed yourself to the, to your next level and don't put pressure on yourself to do it every single day. Like we're sounding, we're sounding like we have these like that girl lives and we're perfect. We have these ambitions and we're like, we figured out the secret to living the best life. Like, no, not at all. Like, uh, like, but it's just an interesting conversation to have. And we're just talking about it because it inspires each other and, or inspires us and we hope maybe it inspires other people but we're yet we're definitely not saying that we've like cracked the code to like now we're going to go on and be successful like whatever i don't know yeah it's also a whole thing of like what is success which we're not going to get into obviously no we- what i was going to say is i never want to look back and this is definitely a common feeling i do never don't ever want to look back and be like oh i wish i did this i wish i did that and so it's like realizing when you're in a moment where you could be doing something that you you will look back and be happy that you did and just trying to do it you know mm-hmm. um I don't know I don't know I I feel like this episode we're, we should probably wrap it up but I think um, we should, yeah this I I feel usually I like to think I'm very philosophical in my thinking and kind of thought out and then but I, mm-hmm. I just I don't know I today I don't know. I, I have not done anything today. I've, my brain is literally mush because um, I've been staring at a computer all day. But but I I don't know where I was going with this. Um, I just I'm very I'm very thankful for like just the continuous process of like hashing things out verbally because I don't know. It's it's really interesting to one like hear what people have to say when you like bring up points like oh okay well what do you think about 
Godot. Godot. <laughs> or like, what do you think of this? And I don't know, it, it always like it brings a new perspective. And like, there's so many ways that you can kind of approach um, how you want to live your life, quote unquote, for again, lack of. Um, and it's just finding what works best for you and what you're going to be happy with and recognizing that like, you do really have just a short amount of time. You you are born and then every day you are closer and closer to your grave. And so- Oh my God. No, so true but it's just like it's very yeah yeah so do what you can because time is short you know well on that note i feel like we should wrap it up that was depressing uh, good god well like i don't know how i don't have anything else to say that but i think i mean it's depressing but if you look at it with a positive light it's like you do have this time you do have every single day you have all these days so if you have one off day you have tomorrow and like so on a more positive note, it's like, yes, okay, every day you're getting closer to is Mia's words, your grave. But it's like, you have the next day. Be grateful that you have that next day. And you also have today and you also, you had yesterday. I don't know, like you, you've got a lot of days to play with. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I feel like on this note, we should, I don't know how long we've been talking to, but I feel like it's been an hour. I feel like this has been a long episode. So if you've made it this far, if you've come to this and thank you, we appreciate you. We hope you enjoyed listening to us ramble. Um, yeah. Do you have any final words, Mia? No, I was going to say, I feel like someone took a fork and shoved it in my ear and mushed my brain around. Um, so yeah. Cute. Thank you guys. Uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Idol, idol, idol. Conversation, social, social, social. I'm a